Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable. This is a live show created by Remarkable, a speakers bureau. And I'm your host today, Sue Falcone, CEO and founder of Remarkable. Now we began this show for you because we wanted you to know the talent that we represent personally as we do. And so you'll get to know them as the valuable performer and speaker they are. And you never know, you might have an event that you're looking for that special speaker, or you know someone who is. You'll also see how remarkable they are and how they can help you be remarkable too. Now today is a very special, special celebration day. We advertise that, I bet you're wondering, what is it? Well, our active chat line is open, so give us your comments or questions at any time. We'd be glad to answer those. But our celebration today is 14 years ago is when we launched Remarkable A Speakers Bureau. That's pretty exciting because we started with six people and now we have over 70 and counting in our whole organization. So we're still independent and smaller than most bureaus, but we are a booking bureau and that's what we love to do. So that's kind of what we're celebrating today. And as you know, we represent speakers, celebrities, music artists and entertainers. And we have a special announcement today as well that we are now going to be representing and booking some of the best executive coaches and corporate trainers. So you're looking for executive coaching for your company or your business or your leadership or your individuals, or you're looking for corporate training designed to your company or business. Remarkable has it for you. We're excited about that. So we're constantly evolving and, and moving on forward and expanding. And that's, that's a great thing. I never thought, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I never thought that I would be where I'm at as a global company. And I thank everyone along the way that helped us. I thank our current customers and our potential customers to come because we love what we do and we want you to have the best. Thanks, Lindy. We appreciate that. Thank you for joining us today. And we're just happy to be here. Also today, we are welcoming back a staff person, Rosie Sitz. She's with us here today on the backside, but she's our new project management assistant because we have a lot of projects going on and she came back with us and we're happy to have her back and she's happy to be back with us. So thanks, Rosie, for coming back. Now, thank you for joining us on this special day. And this 30 minutes goes so fast. We never know. Hey, Ben, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's amazing how this can be uh, so quick. So we're going to get right into it. And our, we have celebrating with us today a special, special guest. Because I told him, I said, look, I'm going to interrupt your time just a little bit so we can celebrate a little bit. And he said, go for it. I said, yeah, we're good. We're good. Now, prior to becoming an international award winning 
speaker, coach, and author of the best-selling Silver Platter Service, How to Create a Culture of Excellence, our remarkable guest, Randy Fox, earned his stripes with 23 years as an NCAA basketball official and 20 years filled with much success and some failures too as a corporate operations and sales leader. Now we just got through basketball season, Randy, <laughs> so I can understand that is always not a thankful job. I can understand that. So you understand a lot about what we all face every day. Now, Randy is a member of the National Speakers Association and just received the distinguished honor as a recipient, as a certified speaking professional, achieved by less than 10% of the 5,000 speakers worldwide out there. Congratulations, Randy. We appreciate you coming today and that is amazing for you. Now he's known for delivering high energy and inspirational keynotes on leadership and cultures of teams. He's written several other great books. We have them featured on our remarkable bookcase here. And he's constantly working to remain uninjured from all the pickleball matches in sunny Florida, which is where he's coming to us from. Welcome, Randy. We are so glad to have you. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. And hello, everybody. Great to be here. That's wonderful. Now, you're in sunny Florida, and I'm in North Carolina where it's raining and cold. So <laughs> I just want some of your sunshine today. That's, that's what we're going to create here. Just some sunshine. <laughs> we're going to send warmth and love to everybody out there. Yeah. I spent That's most right. of my life in the Chicago suburbs, though, so I know what it's like to have gray for a long time. Yeah, we've had it. You know, we haven't really had spring yet, so we're, we're waiting. We're going we're gonna to get some of it soon. We know. Now, Randy, to start this fast 30 minutes going, tell us, how did you initially become a speaker? Did you fall into it or did you choose it? You know, I think it actually chose me. So I'm going to say I chose it as well. Uh, it was a long journey uh, that uh, I'm not going to tell the entire story, but 20 years as a corporate leader and saw a lot of great leaders, but also a lot of things that really bothered me. And I could tell that it bothered other people too. And so I got connected with a, a faith-based actually leadership seminar that Ken Blanchard created. And I became a certified facilitator of that program and really wanted to bring that message to the world, take it outside of just being uh, inside the church, if you will, and uh, began writing my own material, began writing my own books and uh, launched my speaking business uh, a little bit over a decade ago to launch on my own, to bring a message that I just really felt over the years was tugging at me. And uh, I think people really love to know that what they do and who they are matters, but they also want to have hope that they can make a difference and that they bring value. And then it's not about the powerful and the greedy and the selfish that win, which is so many times what we see on uh, media or our, our politics, right? But that real people make a real difference. And I wanted to just be that kind of a speaker that didn't focus on a million, you know, PowerPoint slides and facts, but told real stories and 
and shared real life experiences to help people make a difference. And so that's what brought me into it. And now here over a decade later, it's still what fuels me every day is just that experience of bringing practical real life stories that can be funny, uh, that can be powerful, but at the end of the day, they're practical and people can use them to just have a truly fulfilled life, both personally and professionally. So it was uh, really more of me choosing it over a long journey. As you mentioned, the corporate years, uh, working under pressure as a referee at the collegiate level and making a lot of mistakes, or at least what people think were mistakes, and just bringing that all to the platform and through the messages you know, that I bring. So it's, uh, it was quite a journey and it really has just kind of continued as, as you know, well. Exactly. And we all love stories. That's what we're all about. Oh, thanks Maggie for coming in. We've got audiences here today. This is great. Tell us where you're from. If you're on our audience, we'd love to know where you're coming from. Anyway, this is, uh, kind of where a lot of people start, you know, in their journey. And it is a journey and it never ends because it just gets better and better. So we're, we're grateful that you came and that uh, we're grateful and remarkable to be able to have you as one part of our group here. Now, in your book, Silver Platter Service, where'd you get the name and what is it? <laughs> Well, the name came from a real story, and I'm not going to tell the whole story today. It becomes a powerful part of the of the keynote, but really a, a true story that happened on an airline where a flight attendant decided to really serve at a really high level, completely differently. And so instead of collecting the garbage, you know, after you've had your snack with a trash bag, which happens all the time. All the time, we accept it, we expect it. He came through with a silver platter and he collected our trash on that silver platter. And it so moved me that I went up to him and had a whole conversation about what he was doing and who he was. And I really started to just ruminate and soak on this idea that there's things that we all do in work, in our organizations, in our personal lives, with our families. There's things that we do that are routine tasks that are acceptable, like collecting trash with the trash bag. Yet what would it be like if we turned it on its head and turned it into a silver platter experience? And I went and searched out and, and called a lot of friends and actually previous clients of mine and said, I'm going to work on this new concept, this keynote, and wrap it into this new book, Silver Platter Service, Creating a Culture of Excellence. And I, inside that book, there are stories from a variety of industries of people that I know all around the country that I wanted examples of what did it look like to have that kind of a, a service level marking and sharing that with people to demonstrate that doing your job is one thing, doing it well and performing well is another, but going so far beyond that we are so intentional about the culture that we create both internally that it goes externally 
that it is something that people don't expect and they maybe don't even deserve. I think about like with employees, I worked for many, many people that were my manager and they were not great leaders because they really didn't appreciate people doing their job with excellence. They expected that you would just do it because they would say, that's what I pay you to do. But see, someone that wants to create a culture of excellence so appreciates and loves their people and loves those that they serve that it's all about creating experiences beyond what is just expected or average. It's really about being, as you would say, remarkable in how we treat one another and the steps that we take. And there's a piece in that book that I talk about that profits matter. And and I understand that not everybody is in a profit industry, but, but profit is still having good test scores in schools or being a nonprofit that is you know, fruitful, right? But whatever that profit is, we shouldn't be staring at the profit. And what drives the profit are good processes, but who drives the processes are the people. So when we focus on the people first and people always and people mattering most, that is what drives us to the profits. And that's what Silver Platter Service is all about. Loving people beyond all things and doing something for them they don't expect or deserve just because you want to deliver it on a silver platter figuratively that that's how you want to do your work and live your life on a daily basis. It's a powerful read. It's a powerful keynote message. People just, and when you see that silver platter, right? And I hold that up, you never forget it. I always look for the flight attendant, Abraham, when I get back on the airlines, I've never seen him again. Um, But he made a huge mark on uh, my life and now on the life of many others. And to me, that's, that's what it's really all about is making an impact that influences people that maybe you never meet. What a story. And I was going to have the silver platter out here today, but I loaned mine out. So I, I said, I have mine right around here somewhere. Okay. So we want to make sure we have it. We want to I, make sure we have I, it. I use that prop in the keynotes because it really, it really is that visual where people go, wow. Because here's the thing, we don't have to be, you know, um, Steve Jobs and create Apple technology products. We don't have to be sending rockets to the moon. We can be Abraham and throw away a simple trash bag and bring out a platter. Any of us can do something so small that yet still makes such a big difference. And that's the reminder is that it doesn't matter who we are, our education, our position, Small things make a big difference in the lives of others. Wow. That is a great, great message today on my celebration day, because that is how you build a business. It's people. And we're blessed to have great people. But also, Randy, this made me think about our industry Mm -hmm. as speakers. We're charged, and that's what the people want is to create an experience for them. It's not about uh, standing up there and being the best. It's not about, uh, they want to be engaged now and they don't want to be lectured to. 
<laughs> and that's what this I, I just can see that that correlation so well so thank you for sharing that because that's what we are in our industry we are giving silver platter service Woo! that was that was pretty i love that now now from speaking to worldwide audiences tell us what fuels and excites you the most when someone walks up afterwards and their emotions have been moved whether they're smiling or they have a tear in their eye and you realize that you have touched them that as i say my fruit grows on other people's trees many times i may remain connected with them but the reality is is i don't always see all the fruit in their life if i can come by that day and and sprinkle a little water if you will on their garden and that grows in their life there is nothing more fueling for me than seeing somebody be touched uh, by an experience, right, that we are a part of. Um, and that's, I love how you said that, because that's really what I'm, I'm all about when I'm there. I, I get off the stage. I want to be interacting with the people. Um, I say this often to them as leaders. It's not about you, and it's really not about me as a speaker. It's about us creating an experience that helps us all move forward in a better way. And that's probably my greatest moment is when people come up afterwards and you can see that they have been touched. Um, there's so many times that I've been with meeting planners that get disappointed by the turnout. The numbers are lower or why are people not coming to the session? Why are they out at the pool or whatever it might be? And I always remind them that whoever's in the room, how many ever are in the room, they are there for a reason. Let's touch them. And let's let them go tell the story that you missed one of the greatest moments. And I think it's about just being in the moment and seeing people. We've all had hard things in our lives. Um, I've been fired from jobs. I've lost very close loved ones at a very young age. Uh, I've been told no. I've had people betray me. I've had things not go as expected. Uh, you work really hard and, and, and it still doesn't come through. And I believe that every one of us out there has similar experiences. And when we can help people with some hope, and they see that they still matter. And at the end of the day, they realize they're not alone. And let's not focus on the hard things in life. Let's get through the hard things to continue to make a positive difference. That That's the fuel. That's that's the fuel that keeps me going. And that, that just, I can't, it's one of the most exciting things to be a part of that process. Because everybody's in a different spot in their life, in their journey of the highs and the lows, and when we can thread it together and show them that there's, and remind them that there's more than just this moment, but that there's a great canvas of their life that's being painted, uh, they start to see things a little bit differently. And when they come up afterwards and that you can see they got it, there's just nothing better. Wow. I totally understand that because... Look, it, it's amazing. 
it's amazing how things can affect people differently. And when you see that, how it affects, it's everything, isn't it? That's right. I do that with clients. When you see they get who you are and what you have, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. So thanks for sharing that. That is that is so key. Now, Randy, I've seen you in action and I'm asked this all the time. So as a person that has high energy and passion, where does your high energy and passion come from? You know, we joke all the time because I don't drink coffee. <laughs> so it's like uh, I have always had, a, you know, a, a lot of energy. But, you know, I think there's obviously for me, there's a couple of key things. Uh, I'm a, I'm a man of faith and I stay very grounded in understanding whose I am and, and reading scripture and, and praying. It's an important piece of my life. I like to surround myself with people that are positive. No time for stinking thinking, as my wife would say. So I surround myself intentionally with people that have energy and that are positive and then invest in me and, and care for me because we don't go alone. Right. I've got to have key people around me like my wife and some close friends. Right. That that believe in you and that encourage you um, because it can't be fake. Right. You can't fake and sustain a real joy, you know, in life. And so it starts at the center with my faith and my family and, you know, and my friends. And and there is just some that is just naturally me. Right. I just always have I had a lot of, you know, big energy since I was a you know, I was a little kid, but, um, and this is going to sound kind of practically like, okay, yeah, everybody says it, but, you know, I do try to get a lot of exercise and sleep and, and eat pretty well and, and, and take care of the, the engine, right. That is, uh, that is running all of that. And, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm a people person. So the more people I can be around, you know, the better, but, uh, I just choose, after having lost uh, someone a long time ago at an early age to, to, to a, a, a cancer, they got, you know, they passed away. I literally just have chosen that I'm going to wake up every day and live that day to its fullest. And, uh, and that just drives that energy that I'm not, I don't want to waste a day. That is so key. That is so key. Faith is part of that as well. And we don't mind saying that and we don't mind sharing that because that's that's who part of who we are. And also, you're right. <laughs> we have to we have to exercise and keep moving, you know, as well. That that really does it. So glad to hear that that's part of your uh, process. And I'm sure everyone else is thinking, yes, that sounds simple. <laughs> but now doing it, we got to go out there and do it. So right. thanks for giving us that encouragement to do that because that's what this is all about is sharing what works and what works the best so that we have a positive day every day so thanks for sharing that now you share as a plus to event planners and to everybody that looks that you don't use podiums powerpoint or handouts as you create an experience for your audience now, why not? What is your key there? <laughs> the key is, is that the more that I can be in the moment with the audience, the better experience we are going to have. Now, 
there's a few times that some meeting planners say, hey, we would really like to have a few slides. It's really kind of our thing. Okay, I, I want to be easy to work with, but there, there are great speakers that have slides. There's great speakers that stand behind podiums. I have found for me that the audience and I connect the best when I am free to move about the cabin, as they say, and get around the stage and around the room. And, and if I ask questions and someone says something that sparks something, I'm able to dive deeper into that and go there and not be held back by some predetermined plan that's in my slides or my handout. I want the experience to be as organic in the moment as it possibly can be. I mean, I have a plan, but I am open also to what happens in the moment. There's intelligent people in the room. And uh, and I want to create just a really hands-on, interactive experience. And so I've found that uh, to work really well. And uh, so that's kind of how I roll. That's what I said. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But <laughs> that is amazing that, uh, you know, because for some people and for some speakers, that would be a risk. You know, mm-hmm. they that's not their mode and that's not their way. But I welcome that into any conversation when I'm talking with event planners and all. I said, yeah, this is how he rolls. And take a look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take a look. That's well, it. A long time ago, I had a... I was using slides at the beginning of my speaking career and I was struggling with them a little bit. I, it, it just, there was a natural fit, wasn't fitting right. And I, I, I met with another speaker who actually was the past president of the National Speakers Association. And I shared with him what I was struggling with. And he said, take a risk, try it one time without any slides and just see if you're that guy that doesn't need them and that can just explode with enthusiasm and captivate the room yourself. And so I remember the first time I did it, and it was the very first time that I ever got a standing ovation. And I'm like, that's it, we're done. The room felt totally different. And I just, you know, that was probably eight years ago. And so sometimes it is a risk, but you also have to do what works for you, right? And and I'm not the best fit for everybody, and there's gonna be different speakers sometimes that are, but. I know what I do well, and that's kind of how I go that way because it's like if you you got to be your best, and I think the best is creating an experience that the audience loves and remembers. Exactly, because that's the key. Memorable experiences count, and they matter. Now, in closing, Randy, can you believe? I mean, when we get here, it's like, okay, all right. Randy, I want to ask you, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Well, you know what? I already went and took a 30-minute walk this morning with my wife. And for me, that's one of the coolest things that we get to do is we just get 30 minutes of us walking around the neighborhood, good exercise, conversation. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do more things, but uh, I was already intentional this morning. I said, let's take a walk together. And uh, so I'm going to spend some time with my my daughter and my my wife. We're going to have uh, we're going to grill chicken this afternoon and have a little family uh, early family dinner. And uh, yeah, that's some of the plans that I have on tap for today. And that involves people. I can tell yeah. <laughs> it definitely involves others. It's not about us. It's not about us. 
Now to our audience here, thank you for coming. We appreciate your comments. We've got people from North Carolina, from Florida, from all over. And Randy, they're certainly agreeing with what you're saying. So it's like, okay, we've created some uh, magic experience here today. And I'm just thankful uh, to God that we have this time to do that. Now, um, to our audience, our challenge to you today is, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? And we'd love to hear what it is. Just put it in our chat or later give us a comment. We would love to know what you're going to do. This is exciting for us to see and to know. And we just thank you for joining us on this special, special day for Remarkable and having such a special guest to celebrate it with. And we want you to have, Randy, thank you for coming. We want you to have a remarkable weekend. And everyone, I hope you will join us next Friday, May the 5th, as our guest will be the fun and entertaining international keynote speaker. He's an engagement expert. He's an exactly what to say certified guide. Can't wait to hear about that. And Master of Ceremonies and Virtual Experiences, Rob Farrar. Not only does he fill the room with his presence and energy, he has the perfect mix of being entertaining and leaving you with incredible value. Isn't it time to turn up the volume at your next event? Join us next Friday and see how Rob does that. Now, we want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you won't miss an episode of our show and can go back and see all the previous episodes and see Randy giving us all this great information that, yes, we didn't take notes, we didn't have handouts, and we didn't, uh, you know, I tried to roam around here. So anyway, so you can have availability of doing that. And we hope you have a remarkable spring weekend. And Maggie, thank you for sharing this. You touch somebody, Randy, because Maggie says, make a difference. Each moment counts. Thank you for sharing that, Maggie. And I wish everyone here a remarkable spring weekend. And we will see you back right here next Friday. Thanks, Randy. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sue.